0: Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. This is, uh, I'm Alan Rickert. And this is Dispatches, Dispatches from Fort Awesome on awesome, News Radio Podcast. Podcast. With Jen on the ether, but she's on the ether. She's not here at the moment. I apologize for that, folks. Uh, there's, this no is, there's no, there's no one, here. one here. There's no one here. There's uh, no one here. Awards show. Awards show. Which I actually need to pull up. Is it season? It it, it did uh, so recording order. Yeah, season three, episode five. Recording order. I'm assuming uh, six is the airing order. Or it could be anywhere if
1: you look at Amazon. That is
0: also (laughs) true. What was I on the other day? See, I I got so excited. The Roku channel showed that it has News Radio on there for free, except it's seasons one and five, if I'm not mistaken. So if you want, that doesn't make any sense. A show ramping up to being one of to being the best show ever and then a show on the decline if only because of a tragic loss of somebody come on two three and four are the ones you don't have excuse me uh, uh. <sighs> yeah yeah very weird roku again it's probably not their fault it's probably it's probably the, all it's they could Sony, yeah it's
1: probably all they could afford for free content And it's yeah, probably probably look if you buy this we'll give you
0: seasons one and five of news radio for uh-huh. free uh-huh. right probably <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, deals with Sony, anybody out there who's got a Sony connection, let us know. We are. Boy, am I scrambling. I got to tell you. Just <laughs> get that HD release out there. I am I mean, not that it's been scanned. I will personally watch over it. They don't care. Why do they want that? Why I... Anyway, this is a awards show. We're going to win some abses. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I never thought to check, Alan. Uh, right. So here's something funny. So you have... Um, and or one of the abses that is on dave's desk in the show has mm-hmm. given us to the delight by the delightful spider chambers um was that award on his desk before and then they're like oh we need to make more that look like this did he already have a an abs i've never thought to look I, until today y- was it i don't know I've never thought to look on his desk before today. And now I'm just like, shit. And I mean, I will, we'll talk about this in our next episode, which is a sort of audience episode. Uh, trying to sort of recreate that in LEGO form uh, has been a challenge. But, uh, but then realizing, like, wait though. a minute. Yeah, oh yeah, it's it's weird. I'll tell you that. Um, but I don't know. I'm not really sure if it was there before. So if any, anybody has any clues, um, I've started rewatching the show, but not for that specific thing. I've just been rewatching <laughs> it in general uh, casually, finally, again. but. Any uh not sure, but this is the ABSA episode. Um, this, of course, I'm, I'm surprised that at the shooting <laughs> script, which, by the way, the date, uh, September 16th, 1996, they had not yet cast Marty the Party Jackson. He was not cast yet. He was TBA. So he's probably read by a Joe Fury or something to that effect. Oh, Um I'm, I'm guessing. If you're going to have somebody read it, right, wouldn't it be, be Joe Fury? I don't know if that was there, but he's the yeah. one of them who's an actor.
1: Who was the uh, who is the PA that didn't want to act, but they threw in at uh, the mental hospital episode? Uh, what's his face? Uh,
0: uh, oh wait, I... wait was uh, wait was Spider in that episode? Spider was a PA early, but uh, no, lose who, in what? It and maybe it was in the commentary. They were saying there was a guy. Mm-hmm. Who... Well, there was one guy who got cut out because he was acting up like an idiot. He's just being a dumb extra.
1: Oh, no, 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 not that guy. Oh, okay. Uh, this guy actually had, like, lines.
0: He was talking to
1: uh, mm. Bill a lot. Oh, wait.
0: Well, then I'm going to have to pull it up. Maybe it wasn't one of the writers? Well, I don't know. No. I'll, I'll have
1: to. I get the commentary. I, I probably should have looked this up. How do you know? I it matter. doesn't matter. Let's move it on until,
0: until we can figure it out. Okay. Um, I did make so a note that the, this cold open, not a change, but it is a weird place for the cold open. Cold open is almost never in the uh, break room. And rarely do we yeah. come back from the cold open to do a little bit.
1: It's it's a little it's a little odd to come out of the cold open uh-huh.
0: with that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's just him, yelling, Bethy, Bethy, sweetheart or sweetie. I don't know what he says. Um, I did write down the order of things: Mike on air, sign Twin Towers, cabs, people, ambulance, van, equipment, cabs, equipment, car ride, cab again. I just wanted to make sure that we got the, the history of what's what's in that opening opening and, credit sequence because it's very important to me.
1: And now. And now, end the
0: show. Yeah. You guys, just so you know, that's all I ever wanted to do. I could just never keep up with it. It (laughs) goes by too fast, and I don't know how to press play, uh, pause, and I don't know how to do frame by frame because I'm just very technically inept. Um, We can start on uh, page six where Bill instead says, instead of saying mom and dad are going to let you and uh, mom and dad are away and you and Lisa are finally going to go all the way, but he says lose it in the original script. Go all the way is much funnier.
1: Also, I I, – I can see reading it why, but if you, if he said the line, it might not have come off the way they wanted it. To, yeah. To
0: yeah. Know, yeah. Cause lose know. it could mean like, you guys are going to go lose crazy. It. <laughs> like yeah. it,
1: it's, uh, that's literally what it sounds like. So,
0: yeah. Um, the, uh, there's, there's little, little changes. Uh, there are more, uh, little, uh, nudges by Lisa hating the word ABSA more <laughs> little nudges by her. Just excuse me. They're called American broadcasters society awards. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, let's say a couple of rewords, like Bill, instead of saying it's not whether you win or lose because we're all going to lose, he says, uh, oh, my gosh, I nearly forgot. Do you think we'll win any tonight or will we just lose repeatedly in every possible category like we always do? It is, like, it is really like over the head, hammered over the head, yeah. over and over again. More so, they just they must have cut this down for time and for, oh, my God, why do we want to keep watching the rest of this if they're also miserable? To be fair, though, uh,
1: if you're writing for Phil Hartman, you're probably, mm-hmm. I just want to hear him put all yes. this shit in here yeah yeah of
0: course i mean uh, that would be it would be part of the glee of it of it yes. for me i think As a, oh yeah i'm gonna hear phil hartman say this uh let's see here <laughs> i mean i that's the funny There's... thing it's like the next highlights are all literally what i just talked about it's more we're gonna lose we're gonna lose we're gonna lose by other characters
1: yeah um and more stomach noises from Dave more stuff about the stomach Beth's noises men- mentioning it yeah, yeah
0: I have to true. admit that is one of my favorite setups of a callback on this show because uh what I don't remember how many episodes after this it is where Jimmy's like you know like somebody else brings it up or no it's Bill says, did you ever see my cold and hydrotherapy guy <laughs> it is a this show's not big on like canon and callbacks but that is one that definitely uh, stuck with it so um so good. So good. uh do you think like, we don't remember what episode that was though, do we and no, of course not. Why do no, we? We only have no. a show about uh, the show. We only have a podcast about it. Uh, page nine. Uh, you want to be Dave? Sure. And oh, wait. Well, he's got one line. Whatever. You can be Dave, Dave and, and Beth, and I'd like to be okay. Bill. If you don't all mind. right.
1: Let's do it. <clears throat> I think you should all be proud of the work you've done over the past year. So let's hold our heads up high. Beth. I'm thinking about scalping my ticket.
0: Hey, you know who'd probably like to buy one? Who? No, I'm asking because I'd like to sell mine too. I uh, I put a note Burks. here. Yeah, right. I, <laughs> I I wrote it and I did not read it in the way that I have it in my head. But like, I just feel like he could sell that too. It's a yeah, you know, it's your standard issue kind of sitcom punch punchline, a as you put it, um, so I, I like it. Um, <laughs> wait. So okay. Oh, right. No, this this does happen. There's Okay, so page 10. I'd forgotten. Why the hell does Beth have the coffee cup in her mouth? Did this ever get figured out? She sticks a paper coffee cup in her mouth for no apparent reason.
1: And I'm, no. I, no, right? I don't think I tried to figure it out either. I, I, I love to. I was do. like, it's Beth
0: being Beth? It is, right? <laughs> I, now I need to look through the scripts, too, to see how often that happens. Like shit that Beth is probably doing in the background that is unaddressed, that establishes how Bethy she is. Some of
1: it is so brilliant, too. Mm-hmm. Know,
0: like. I mean, I will say on rewatch, I think Beth Beth is the character that I most reanalyzed throughout. Out of out of all, out, 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 out of I've been reading an audio book for hours, and I cannot speak. <laughs> My tongue has it turned into mush, and I apologize. Um, uh, I'll be uh, Catherine and Matthew if you want to be Bill on page. Oh, 10. all right.
1: <clears throat> Even if I were to win, I wouldn't accept it. Maybe I'll send a busboy up to get it, and I'll be Catherine.
0: Even better, you could hire a drifter off the street for five bucks. Right. Or even better,
1: I could send Matthew.
0: Wow, I'd be honored to accept your award, Bill.
1: Perfect. That's exactly the kind of message I'd like to send to the Academy. Short of a giant middle finger.
0: Thanks. When I make your acceptance speech, would you mind if I thank my cats Choo-Choo and Mitt Mitt?
1: I don't suppose I could persuade you to actually bring your cats to the ceremony, could I?
0: <laughs> then Lisa says, No. He's joking, Matthew. Uh, which I like. Then picturing <laughs> Matthew being very excited, bringing and then like doing the mental math: one carrier or two? How do I also? I do?
1: He would. You know, he would put clothes on those cats. How would he dress them? Oh God!
0: I mean. <laughs> If one's already a tuxedo cat, he might leave that one okay. No, he put a bow tie on it. I mean, like I feel, I feel like, like a green, like,
1: s- green, sparkly tuxedo.
0: Though. Oh like, yeah, I also studded. think he would call up Bill, be like, Bill, what are you wearing tonight, and make one of the cats <laughs> dressed up exactly like whatever Bill is wearing, possibly.
1: Or maybe uh, the tie just has the tie that the cat is wearing with the tuxedo has pictures of uh, Bill's face on it.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Uh, on uh, page uh, 15, we got <laughs> more of this Absa discussion. <laughs> uh, I'll be Lisa, and you can be uh, David. Good. Uh, <clears throat> this is after Dave says a good Marty party is not an Absa make. They're called American Broadcaster Society Awards. People who call them Absas are the same people who refer to President Kennedy as Jack. Their favorite actor is Hank Fonda. They can't wait to see the Chagall exhibit at MoMA.
1: You know, you're starting to sound like that guy Andrew Rooney, you know? <laughs> the Columbia broadcasting system.
0: <laughs> is that the second Chagall reference that we've seen get cut out of it? Of a, wasn't there, there was some ar- fucking artist. I can't remember. I don't know. When's
1: they've done Andy Rooney before though. Yeah. Uh,
0: that's fucking funny. Now. Andy Rooney good. is the poor man. Andy I, yeah <laughs>
1: To Lisa's point, that did yes. always drive me nuts as a kid, especially mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. it was John F. Kennedy. But then people, people would keep saying, well, Jack Kennedy. And you're like, wait, is there another guy?
0: Yeah, right. Because this is not <laughs> the same name. That is a different name. Yeah. <laughs> it's always one of those things where it's like, are you just really familiar with the material? Or are you trying to pretend you knew him? Kind of thing? Like, Right now, thing Jack like a- and I were riding in the... <laughs> There's always a generation, there's this whole generation of, like, nightclub performers, too, who, you know, Frank Sinatra was frank to them when, you know, most people pointed out Frank Sinatra wasn't friends with these people. Like, that was just a thing you could claim because he'd met everybody. Like, it was just, hey, yeah, Frank and I. You know, Frank Frank once said to me, and by once I mean he came up to me once, you know, like, literally at the bar, oh, oops, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't realize you were sitting there, and then they turned that into their whole life story. Um Show business is sad, guys. Um, just Frank Sinatra
1: and Lenny Bruce were my best friend.
0: We all went
1: for road trips together to get <laughs> Holy ice cream.
0: Shit! What, what a combination <laughs> of friends you have. <laughs> that would be constant fist fights between Frank Sinatra. No,
1: Frank did not like Lenny, but Lenny really did not like Frank.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh God! Like uh, Lenny Bruce would constantly be taking the Lord's name in vain, tearing up pictures of the Pope. Frank Sinatra would not be, or wait, no, it was Joe Pesci who said he wanted to beat the shit out of Sinead O'Connor because he's such a class act after she O'Connor. Oh my God. <laughs> something like, yeah, somebody ought to beat the crap out of her or something like that. It was some, some terrible thing to say about a, another human being.
1: I don't even, I'd never even heard of that. that was... Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I think it was Joe Pesci, I want to say. Sorry, I know Joe Pesci really wanted to be on this podcast. I know that I've I've just ruined that that opportunity. Um Big news radio fan, Joe Pesci. I love Matthew. He's my favorite. Uh, (laughs) Let's see here. Uh, Page 23. I shall be... Oh, well, start on page 22, if you would be Matthew.
1: Yes, where are we starting? This is
0: after... Right at the very end after... (laughs) He's trying to get her to look at the itchy red welts on his buttocks. Come... uh, Come on, Beth, help me. This is an emergency. Bill walks by, heading toward the foyer. I'll help you. What do you need, buddy?
1: Well, you know those ants that I was talking about?
0: They exit together. Almost immediately, Bill re-enters. Walking quickly, he passes Lisa. Matthew's got something you should take a look at by the elevators. Enjoy. Lisa exits. (laughs) She just says, hey, hey. (laughs) So. Hey, um, hey, hey! Hey! Um... Let's see. There's, I think, I don't know if we mentioned this. Uh, no, I think we did it before we were talking. There's not a lot of it's. It's again. This is shooting script. This is what happens until we get. At some point, we'll get some some more writers drafts and see how 30, insane these 30, are.
1: Thirty-one. I mean, has yes, you know,
0: yes. This bunch is of stuff a at the top. good good chunk. I'll mm-hmm. I'll play uh, Lisa the okay the woman. <laughs> <sighs> So
1: Dave enters with Lisa, both dressed for the awards banquet. Dave is revved up. Where's everybody? Marty Jackson's probably there already. I mean, it's 627. We all agreed we'd be ready by 615, did we not? We did indeed. And we said we'd meet by the elevators, right?
0: You got it. And we synchronized our watches, right? If by we, you mean you and Matthew, right. And (laughs) there's a lot more, and I don't know if I got all this uh, notated, but there's a lot more like, dave addressing a bunch of shit to marty jackson like it is really a lot of bitterness in this draft a lot oh, more than they goodness. um let's see there's a lot
1: more award hanging out or uh, handouts too as opposed yes. to the montage
0: i think it's the biggest change right i think i think so yeah because like these other little notes that i'm seeing are although lisa asks if someone is wearing patchouli oh is she referring to to matthew with the ant ant spray stuff that's pretty cute that's dumb but it's one of those jokes that went over my head as i even as i highlighted it maybe that's why i didn't make it but uh, it was pretty good um what the hell oh there's uh, bob costas has a few more lines uh okay yeah so starting on 20, costas has uh, a lot more lines yeah there's a lot i really real quick bob costas you're welcome on the show anytime I, if you're friends with joe pesci don't listen to what joe said like just you know bob costas and joe pesci at home together <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, you know i i'm the reason the four seasons are famous you know, I was on news radio. Uh, okay, so page <laughs> 38. Bob Costas, if you don't mind, I'd like to be Bob Costas. Please, but, then, please. Do. Then I'll be Lisa. And Dave. And you can be, I won't be Lisa and Dave. <laughs> Why don't you just everybody? be everybody? I'm going to be everybody. Jimmy sits at a table in the back with the other wealthy-looking men. He laughs harder than anybody else at Bob Costas' jokes. Welcome to the 32nd American Broadcaster Society Awards Banquet. Tonight, we recognize the best and the brightest that New York City ha- radio has to offer. And who knows, maybe even Marty Jackson will win something. <laughs> Seriously, Marty, I haven't seen a party like that since the Whiz Kids from Philadelphia won the pennant in 1950. <laughs> I love also that that's what it is. Like there's more of a running gag of him just making these fucking insanely terrible sports references. Sports references. That no one's uh. gonna get. <laughs> Everyone's
1: laughing except Dave, who keeps looking toward the WYXP table. That's right, Marty. Laugh it up.
0: Are you talking to me?
1: You haven't tried anything new with your format in twenty years. Right on.
0: Mark my words, Marty. You're going down tonight. Down. He sure is. Straight down! (laughs) Dave's last line came out during one of those moments when the room was silent. Everyone turns and looks at him. I'll be happy to address any random exclamations later, but for now, let's get on with the awards. I do like random exclamations. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Uh, Let's see here. There's a little quick, there's more of Joe's dumb, stupid bluster. Uh, He just says, trust me, he was examining the merchandise and... Catherine rightfully says, Joe, what I have is not merchandise. And he says, what's it doing in the display case? Joe, a classy guy, can't wait for him to moderate that debate between (laughs) Trump and Biden. Ah! Did you see that? Oh, my God. No. He's proposed to do a four-hour debate between them on his podcast, and Trump's Trump's like, yeah, sure. Ah, that would be that would be amazing. I mean, it kind of would. It would be the one thing that would get me to listen to that podcast. Maybe, maybe I might I might just. Well, he needs your support.
1: He doesn't have enough listeners.
0: That's true. I'm I'm sorry. I I really gotta. Joe Rogan, you're welcome on the podcast anytime. Jay, uh, Alan's opinions do not necessarily reflect (laughs) the opinions (laughs) of dispatches (laughs) from Fort Awesome (laughs) News Radio podcast. Uh, apparently I don't listen to a show at all because I have no
1: (laughs) idea what controversies are oh
0: boy it's a long story Alan it's a long story Um, okay so let's go to page 42 actually so uh, we got a lot of different characters Um, I'd still like to be Bob Costas if you don't mind go go for it I'll Um, be Dave
1: and Mm -hmm. Beth and Mm -hmm.
0: Joe I guess you be
1: Catherine and Lisa
0: okay okay (laughs) Um. And then, so Bob opens an envelope. Dave squeezes Lisa's hand. She acts like she couldn't care less. Lisa Miller of WNYX. Yes. Lisa, I, can't I can't believe it. Oh, you're Lisa. Sorry. Oh Lisa. no. Yeah. You're. Are you Lisa? <laughs> you're Lisa. I, 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 God, I, yes. I can't believe it. Way to go, Lisa. That's Beth. Ah, awesome. <laughs> that was Joe. And if you couldn't differentiate. Here comes Catherine. My other woman voice. Congratulations. <laughs> Lisa heads toward the podium. As soon as she's gone, Joe, so we got lucky. Death. probably a typo. Catherine, (laughs) this is so dumb. (laughs) The exception that proves the rule. The
1: rule, of course, being that we're all a bunch of losers. (laughs) Uh, How do you like them apples, huh, Marty? That's right. The
0: torch has been passed. Bob gives Lisa the statuette. I can't believe I won an ABSA, a real live ABSA. It's heavier than I thought it would be. I couldn't have done it without a wonderful staff and the best station manager in New York, Dave Nelson. Thanks. She goes back to her seat amid much applause. Well, as Red Barber used to say back in the golden age of broadcasting, let's see who's next up to bat. (laughs) The next award is for daytime anchor of the year at an all-news station. Hope you got a good speech ready, Matthew. I'll be in the can. And the winner is... Anybody have the time? Bill McNeil, WNYX. Yes, yes! Dave jumps up, followed closely by Bill. Yes, yes! (laughs) I did Dave and Bill at the same time.
1: (laughs) That's right, Marty. Two for two. If I mispronounce
0: anything, please laugh really
1: loud so people will think that was intentional.
0: Bill notices that Matthew is headed toward the stage. Bill rushes after him and cuts him off. When Bill realizes everyone's watching him strong arm Matthew, he puts on a big fake show of dragging Matthew back up with him. Uh, Bill takes the award from Bob. Matthew stands behind Bill at the podium.
1: Thank you. I'm Bill McNeil. He's gesturing to Matthew, a guy I work with. But that's why I brought him up here, so he could have... (laughs) his little moment in the spotlight because this young man here is what this ward is all about really <coughs> teamwork I <laughs> thank you sir
0: <laughs> and to all of you you've made me the happiest man in New York thank you and good night Bill turns to go Matthew moves up to the podium and I'd like to say hi to my cats choo choo and Mitt mit he has cats thank you again Bill leaves the podium pulling Matthew with him. They return to the table. Like the ancient warriors of Troy, we will crown many heroes tonight. But unlike the Trojans, we don't have nine years to do it. So let's move on to our next category, News Director of the Year. Everyone at the table holds their breath as Bob opens the envelope.
1: Ten bucks on Marty Jackson. Who's in? Only if you give me ten to one odds. Sucker bet. I'm just doing everybody. Twenty to (laughs) one. Mm-hmm. Still sucker
0: bet. This is Marty the party we're talking about. And the award goes to Dave Nelson, WNYX, of course. Yes! <laughs> Dave jumps up and turns toward the unseen WYXP table, his arms above him in triumph. Leeson gives him a big... Leeson? Lisa gives him a big Leeson. hug and a kiss. Bill hugs him and talks into Dave's ear for the applause, over the applause. Welcome to the winner's circle, my friend. Matthew hugs Dave and starts to talking to his ear over the applause, but Matthew ends up coughing on the side of Dave's face. Dave takes the podium, examines the statue.
1: Well, this is certainly a surprise. Isn't it? I'm looking at Marty. Yes, he is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so bitter. So bitter and angry. Uh, he can't even, like,
1: celebrate the award. He's already nope. p- he's just pissed
0: off. Mm-hmm. Some of the scenes get uh, switched around. Um... Let's see. I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. I did have a note, a little prop moment here on page fifty-one. Uh, I won't say who it was, but uh, one of the one of the crew members who was responsible for us getting our uh, WNYX mugs from the show has one of the abses, but that says ABS on it, like one of the actual oh. ones from this episode, and they're dope looking. They're very cool. I, I have a picture of it, so uh, it's pretty high resolution. So it may. Maybe I can make you one that you can print out if we get the dimensions so that you can put it on, you know, put it on yours. If you feel so inclined, you don't have yes. to. You don't have to. I mean, also, no, I have to there's find. There's nothing it. on it otherwise. <laughs> uh, well, I also like there's a prop, uh, not a prop, uh, bop, bop, bop. on eBay, you can sometimes find those microphones because uh, mm-hmm. they're, you know, it's a standard issue, uh, like a thing. So I do want to be able to find those so people can make their own absces, because I know that's what everybody at home wants to do, make their own abses. Cause and we'll have that? an episode on how mm-hmm. to craft your own apps. Ooh, that would be fun. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't turn down that opportunity. Uh, <laughs> I just highlighted on page fifty-three. That man just pulled down his pants in front of me. I want him arrested. And then I just wrote, and so went the rest of Andy Dick's life. Oh that, uh, that is. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. God, uh, I hope this wasn't
1: the episode that started it.
0: <laughs> well, I don't think so. I think what really, really got him on that is the reason they got kicked out of the, the SAG awards, um, which was him asking Helen Hunt to sign his penis. So uh, uh, I did have some awards for Well, that. did she? Awards. Did she? I don't uh, think so. I'm going to guess no. I did have I would, questions I would for, hope not. for writers from the show, but they, they weren't able to get back to me in time because I asked them, like, way last minute. But I do want to know, that last, the button to the whole episode... It's probably improvised, right? It seems not just improvised, but it seems yeah. like you just made Bob Costas improvise, and that's what he came up with, which was not bad for a non-actor, I think. Right. Um, right. But it seems like it's got to be improvised.
1: Uh, I will agree with that. I know Stephen Root says he doesn't like to improvise, but I'm pretty sure. He sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's so weird. I bet he'd be good at it, but I understand. Well, that. he. I, I
1: shouldn't say that. He said he can't, he doesn't like to do it like from the ground up. If he knows the character, it's a little easier. Sure, so. no,
0: that's, that's fair. That is, that's the hardest part of, of improv, I think, and it's one of the reasons improv ends up sometimes seeming so broad to people and maybe not good to other people. Because there's certain things that are just not there until you're... That's why long-form improv works, I think, because by the end of it, you finally got your thing figured out, and sometimes the jokes and the character bits are more tight. Or if you don't, it's
1: even longer because and mm-hmm. painful. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Long-form improv. That is a fucking roll of the dice, guys. Uh, yep. I, I say that as an improviser. Um, um, did I tell you at one point, looking forward, which, by the way, l- ladies and gentlemen... Uh, Alan has been in my movies, my, my, my presidential campaign movies, uh, since I've been making them, uh, we're going to podcast right now to wrap up the whole story. They tell you at one point, so it was supposed to be a a, a TV show first, then it was going to maybe be a movie like a pilot, then maybe a movie. Then at one point did a fucking left turn and it was going to be an improvised stage show. Meaning we had it roughly blocked out, but every time it was going, we're going to improvise basically the same story every time. Whoa. It fell apart for good reason, because <laughs> ah! there was going to be a debate every episode, every time we did it, uh, uh, roughly the same points, but improvised. Holy shit, we could have done it, but that would have been
1: hell. Yeah, it would have been something.
0: Yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> okay. um so ladies and gentlemen, that is our uh, very quick burning through of. Uh, it depends on how you perceive time, really, but I think we did a we was pr- pretty uh, quick um, awards show Re- redux um alan alan what do you Yo. to promote sir uh you know uh
1: follow me on instagram i'm starting to put up some uh just about every weekday some silly stupid superhero videos that i think people will enjoy that There's just popped
0: pow- up two seconds before we started recording i didn't get to watch it
1: oh that's weird that was a power ranger one today so uh-huh. you know if you got that uh at alan Rickert, a-l-l-e-n-r-u-e-c-k-e-r-t it's also on tiktok but nobody in my age group, uses TikTok, but it's there. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. That's fine.
1: And uh, my wife was just on the Professional Blur podcast, so mm-hmm. I'm taking a listen to that with uh, Christina Rickard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason, what do you got to promote?
0: I'm going to promote the Professional Blur podcast. The aforementioned. It is a podcast about extra work, about background work. Every time I hear somebody talk about background work on a podcast, now I immediately email them because you know different perspectives are fun right um but yeah and some of them like uh, what i really like you know the first extras in any movie ever were babies uh and i bet they're dead by now but i would love to have um i'd love to have them on the podcast so if you're you're out there if you're in a movie from 1895 um saying it's not i don't think it's that far out to say that those babies are well those adults are probably dead if
1: you were in one of the first film reels where you had to turn it yourself and just look through the viewfinder please yep. give us a call
0: wait you're turning yourself turning it yourself as you watch turning, yourself you're turning
1: the film of yourself that somebody already filmed you on. already filmed of oh, you okay Fill that like a viewfinder. Nickelodeon. sure
0: yeah. sure okay that's fair um well that's what the fuck is this show? I'm, my brain is destroyed. Ladies and gentlemen, I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. I'm um, fatigued. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we, got, uh, we got some good stuff coming up for you in the next few weeks. Uh, next week, what you will hear is our sort of audience episode, little bits and pieces, updates, and uh, what you are going to also get is uh, Alan... Alan probably reacting to a bunch of stuff that he sees, so you may want to check out the video episode. Um, so if you like
1: the YouTube videos where somebody opens a box and yep. reacts, you're going to get a lot yep. of that. Yeah,
0: you get a nice little unboxing of, of <laughs> material that Alan hasn't seen. Um, <laughs> Alright, ladies and gentlemen, there's just one thing left to say, and that is catch <laughs> <It's> you later! <laughs> BKX. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, God, I'm not going to make it. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert, Jason Klom, and Jen, who lives on the ether. Our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio, or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit Stolendress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15 plus years.
1: Big day today, Dave.
0: Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey,
1: it's my turn. Ah! <laughs>